Hello, welcome to the Unsport Gamer. I'm your host, Rob. And today I'm hanging out and doing some hobby. Uh, so I'm just chilling. It's uh, Podcast Bros, if you're listening. This is just me, just smoothly and silken. Oh, first time I've spoken today as well. <laughs> just heard my own voice for the first time. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the show, uh, Podcast Guys. Uh, YouTube dudes, uh, thanks for being awesome. But most importantly, not most importantly, because you're all important. Podcast Guys important. You're all important. But hello to the Twitch chat. What's going on? I hope you're all well. Plymouth says, Tristan, let's go. Hey, get hooked. Jog PLC, Marcus Rock, Scott B, MJ Pegasus in the hoose. Jimmy Conius, winner Dave and Shugo. What's going on? Um, if TSN hosted a Path to Glory event, would it sell out? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, very, very, very possibly. Uh, Dijon obviously uh, talking about uh, the Honest Wargamer hosting some uh, events at the TSN Arena. Um, uh, and we put those on sale yesterday. And the Age of Sigmar ones all sold out very, very quickly. That Well, instantly, actually, which is really nice. I think uh, we've got two tickets left for the 40k teams, which is cool. So 40k teams, or there's an Age of Sigmar teams as well. The whole idea is... It's four teams of four, player one dayer, um, and they all just hang out and, and, and play three rounds. Everyone plays each other, uh, and everyone can kind of go through the pairing process, which is obviously super important for teams. Um, you can just like hang out as a team, and I think that's a really sweet idea. So uh, there's still two tickets left for that, so if anyone's interested, um, really excited about those. I think that's going to be really fun. Uh, hey, Bobbin, where's the dungarees? <laughs> now you're a farmer. I'm not a farmer. That's not what I am. Uh, Bobbin, what up? Uh, Smorgan, hey neighbor. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> uh, MJ Pegasus says, I'm holding out for the TSN meeting engagements open. Coming soon from the Honest Wargamer. All of those uh, events and more. <laughs> I'm really blown away. Like We've only got a small venue, so it's, we can only fit uh, 16 people in here. Uh, so, like, thinking on our feet in that situation, we're just aiming to have, like, really, really good events that, like, we try and really cater for the the people who are attending, so people just like get to play in kind of luxury and um and just well luxury uh, luxury is probably strong, but like I want them to be like really happy and seen to, and it just be really quality and people just be really happy about that. That's kind of my scheme. Um, so looking looking forward to lo looking forward to put them on. A little bit nervous, um as always, uh but just excited. I don't think we'll stream any of the first ones. Uh, because I, I kind of want to just run the event here, make sure it all works and we tick all the boxes, uh, and then we can move on to streaming the rest of the events in the future. It's a bit of a shame, uh, but they are all held after the Super Series, so you guys are going to get loads of stream tournaments anyway um, before then, so it's fine if we skip one. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not sure if the evidence illuminated will intensely split last minute, but the only units they say were produced in 2021 were Blade Lords. Rest all say 2020. Oh, is this in the boxing? Uh, yeah, I could I could see that making sense. Um, uh, like, definitely. I tell you what, like, one of the things I... Um, what day is the Crusade event? Stu redacted. There is none. Um, uh, <laughs> hey, Mr. Sneezy, what's going on? Uh, as it's a relatively small venue, is there no room for horsing around? Fuck me sideways <laughs> you're all you're all terrible 
is what you are. Uh, I'm today, I'm painting up, as you can see, another piece of terrain. To go with this piece of terrain, you guys can see it's all big. There it is. Uh, I'm not far off finishing like the the key points of Ollie Town. This is Ollie Town that I'm painting up, which is very cool. Uh, once this is all done, uh, I think by maybe the end of tomorrow, this one, this board will be done. Um, uh, apart from flocking, I've got a flock. Flock like my life depended on it, uh, which is going to be interesting, but with snow. So I'm going to snow it all because it's on a snowboard. So looking forward to that. And then, um, and then I'm going to move on to finishing the destruction board off. Uh, well, the mushroom board and then the destruction board. I really, do you know what I realise I haven't done. I haven't done a death themed board, which is a little bit remiss of me. I'd like to do a spooky ghost board, so I kind of stick that into my plans for the future, um, because that would be a really fun board to do. Um, you doing old school skirmish events? We know that you love skirmish. Moobs, uh, we are yes. In fact, we're exclusively going to be a venue that just does skirmish base. Uh, not Warcry, even. Just skirmish. Just Warhammer skirmish is what we're going to do. God's sakes. Uh, <laughs> hey, WarChibi, what's going on? Thanks for resubscribing. Maybe run an event uh, of that flyers along AOS game that got GHB love and an FAQ. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I think Rob should do a recovery force only recovery. Oh, for God's sakes! Right, okay. Uh, I'm done on this bit. I've put too much. Does anyone ever do this? They put too much like paint on their wet palette. Like that's the thing I do, uh, and then it all goes to waste. So not sure I'm doing that right. Uh, yeah. How is everyone? Catch me all up. Got any questions? Want to chat about anything? Um, I don't even have anything kind of in the bank really in my head, like. I've talked, I've talked about terrain until the end of time. Don't need to do that anymore. We're all good on that front. Uh, we've discussed those Age of Sigmar uh, three leaps coming from Smorks. So those were really fun. Um, we've talked about all the new rules that have been out. Uh, like there's the there's the um, the big Warhammer Fest style preview stuff next week. So that's really exciting. So it's just kind of like a, a nice chill week, really. Uh, where like Dracaria super strong in 40k. We've had that conversation. That's good. We don't need to have that again. Apparently, there's a, a Goonhammer hit article coming up with a responding uh, Warhammer Meat Watch article saying everything's fine, which is going to be good. Um, uh, AOS 3 reveal on Monday or Gravelord, says the Grey Lycan. I think AOS 3. I don't think it'll be Gravelords. I think Gravelords might end up being later on. Don't forget, they kind of had their hand forced with Grave Lords, I would say. Um, uh, but maybe it's Grave Lords. Could be Grave Lords. Like, because it was that boxed packaging that, like, forced their hand to talk about Grave Lords. So maybe it's Grave Lords. I'd be excited for that. Very excited. I'm still excited by that book. Very excited about that book. Hoping that just the Warcry stuff has got zero to do with whoever wrote the actual battle tome. Because if the the. War Scrolls from Warcry have got anything, not Warcry, sorry, from Underworld, not Underworld, god damn it. Um, Voodoo Village, that's the one it's called. If any, any of those, then, <laughs> then it's going to be a bit of a mess of a book, but let's hope it's not. Um, uh, Meat Watch, there we go. Uh, there's also Saturday. Hello everyone, AOS has to be the secret day, says Rabbit Bunny. I think it's going to be a, like a heresy box set. Is the uh, the general conversation, or as the very on the nose um, uh, email said, it was going to be Warhammer Epic, 
So, like, I think that could be what we see. I suspect Gravelord should have been out last year, paired with Snesh, big, uh, big guy, bin guy stonks. Yeah, Scott B, I, I think I agree with you. Uh, I've heard they're revealing their new data, which looks like a lot like the Unsworn Gamers on Monday. <laughs> Almost identical to the stuff on Monday, I'd say. Uh, <laughs> bless their hearts. Bless their hearts. I'm just... Um, so I made a bit of a like a promise to myself. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I'm going to kind of just bang on to you about it while I'm painting. Um, to, to try and just talk about the game more and the company less, like, as time goes on now. It's kind of going to be my focus. I'm I'm fed up of a uh, big shout out. Um, big shout out to I don't I don't know if he wants to be named, so I'll just I'll just I'll keep it on the DL. Uh, but I got some really lovely um, Twitter messages explaining to me ERP and uh, how fucked Games Workshop's production might well be um, because they they fucked their ERP system with like so. If you guys haven't been keeping track of that, there's there's some sort of thing. I just kind of want to like not talk about that anymore. I just want to talk about miniatures, and I want to talk about the rules, and I don't want to talk about fucking anything else. If they end up, because I've had that conversation a billion times, I'm going to go find some clips of me talking about it, and I'm just going to share them out. If anyone asks me my opinion on something, I'll just be like, here's my, here's my opinion, done and dusted, don't need to do it anymore. And then, what the fuck is ERP? That's how, Scrinty Hugh, agreed. Baron AJ, thanks for resubscribing. Um, so, it's not that it's not good for my mental health, it's just boring. Like, I've had the conversation. Like, all of you guys are smart motherfuckers. I don't need to have the conversation with you again. You've all heard me have the conversation time and time again. We haven't got to do it. Let's just not do it. Like, and if anyone new comes in and then they say some dumb shit, like, we don't even, like, fucking leave them. Like, there's dumb content creators saying dumb shit. Just leave them to it. Just let them fucking flow on their journey and then just talk about the game. Do you know what I mean? Am I smart? <laughs> Am I smart? I don't know. Are you so smart? Yeah, we are all smart. <laughs> uh, how do we teach people to actually slightly engage their brains so I can stop seeing forum posts about how they hate double turn because they're bad players? So you, I don't know, man. I don't, do you know what? There's some good players. Tony Moore's a good example of someone who's a very, very good player who doesn't like the priority role. Uh, and and Tony Moore also plays a bunch of different game systems. Tony's probably my like um, my point for the only like. Yeah, is he the only constructive? I think he's one of the only people I, I, I have like a lot of gaming respect for, um, as a person as well. But like, uh, like gaming respect for, and um, uh, he doesn't like it. Like no one else who I respect in gaming, like I think likes the, dislikes the double turn. Uh, so he's my only point. Um. Uh, so I think Capamise on hit and the potential of a reaction using CP makes the Starshell Blister a bit better, says Sugo. Interesting. Yeah, okay. I think that's interesting as well. I think I still think the Sentinels are very good, but Sentinels not that far away from being pointed out of being functional, and then the Ballista can come in as a secondary piece, uh, ultimately. Because the argument is like, the argument's pretty good, I would argue. Like, I think the argument is very strong already for the Sentinels. But I think you can really argue for the blisters if a points change uh, comes across. I guess probably one of the main reasons that you argue for Sentinels is they fit inside the Auralan Legion for for Tomb Kings. Uh, not Tomb Kings, damn it. Uh, not Tomb Kings. <laughs> That's because Tristan's in the chat. So I would argue, like, once uh, battalions go away, if that ends up being the case, that actually things like blisters and other stuff become, like, far more relevant, potentially. Um... 
everyone wants to thoughtfully talk about the game next minute they're just another shitty leaks channel <laughs> true ups true ups Morgan true up uh, <laughs> I mean yours weren't shitty though like those grim dark guys all love to you but sort your fucking audio out and that's me saying it we've had some dodgy audio over the years Scott B, essentially they approached buying a new logistics stock production system in much the same way as they developed the 40k app, ran up some guys from a store in Bolton and paying them in Space Marines, it did not go well. Scott B nailed it. Uh, thanks, Scott B. You guys can be my guys who talk about when anyone comes in with any, like, these are the manufacturing things. Just, like, someone comes in and says, what do you think went on with Curse City? Or, why is the new Age of Sigmar app terrible? Stuff like that. You guys in the chat have got... Um, you guys have got me. I don't need to do it anymore let's just talk minis let's talk rules let's talk minis let's talk games let's talk scenery let's have fun that's my new credo for the channel uh new credo and if something's rubbish i'm just gonna say it's rubbish and then just fucking jog on like because it's fucking heartbreaking reading rubbish stuff how reliable do you think percentage in those rumors have been says draconda how reliable i would say that i trust that man implicitly so he stuck his neck out and like i said on monday he's either the greatest and funniest troll of all time, or he knows some shit. Like, and the problem is, is I'm not sure because he's very smart. <laughs> so <laughs> like he's got us all on tenor hooks on that one. Um, that guy who leaks stuff clearly has no respect security team who worked really hard on these reveals. Says Pepper Trust Layers. True, true. But did they work that hard? Like, you clock in at your job and clock out. Like, the community team aren't, like... The community team aren't, like, some, like, underground, impoverished artists. They're lads, who've, lads and ladies who've signed a contract to just be, like, send out these social media posts. The fact that it's about stuff that you like doesn't matter. They could be working for BP. They could be working for, like, I don't know, like, I'm trying to think of people terrible. Morgan Stanley. Uh, JP Morgan. Like, you know, Deutsche Bank. Like, they could be, like, they could be those guys. It's just a, like... They're not saving lives. Not like we do. Not like we do on this Wargamer crew. We save lives by tweeting and painting terrain. That's how we save lives. Ooh. Rob, have you tried uh, tape combo with your... Uh, masking tape combo with airbrush yet? No, I haven't yet, Born Again Man Child, but I'm going to. At the moment, at the moment, I, I'm pretty certain I can just... Because I'm just doing the... As you guys can see on here, the wood. On this, this is just really easy to block in. Like, I think it would take me just as much time to masking tape off all this area. Um, and then block it in. It's really easy. And I just got, as you guys can see there, I've like air I airbrushed the base, and I just got like a bit on the stone and stuff. I'm not too bothered anyway because I'm going to be putting snow flock all around the base there, so that should be pretty good. And then same with the roof. If you guys want to look at the roofs here, like I'm pretty happy with this, but it's going to get like a really big wash of um, uh, streaking grime, winter streaking grime, uh, and then I'm going to. Um, put loads of flock on top of it anyway, so I'm not too stressed about like it looking a bit rough because it like I'm I'm aiming for more like I don't want to say grim dark because obviously that's a wanky answer, but that's what I mean. I don't know if anyone's got another word that doesn't mean grim dark. I'm talking more like realistic is what I'm going for. I'd like them to look quite lived in and not quite as um wild. By the way, if you guys are excited, uh, well, next couple of days, not sure when I'm going to get time for it. Maybe Friday. I got to see how the rest of the stuff goes. Uh, a spicy terrain show. A spicy terrain show coming out of me um, where I am going to dog on the whole community. We're going feral, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we're going feral. Uh, it's going to be really fun. 
Uh, JP Stevens, afternoon, got a formal complaint. I was looking forward to potentially playing the AOS one-day tournament, seeing advertised with tickets to follow, and it's sold out. Like, what the fuck? JP Stevens, if it helps you out, I'm literally, after this show, going to be putting on tickets for another event. Uh, if anyone's... Because you guys are listening live, I'll fucking tell you right now what the date is. One second. The date is, if you're interested, JP, for coming up to play, uh, it's another weekender. So the si- Saturday will be singles, and the Sunday will be a team. So if you want to get a team to come up and play... Uh, teams of fourth. There's uh, four team tickets available, so four teams of four to play. And the date for the next one, uh, because we've got an interesting month next month, is uh, not next month. Uh, in July, is July the tenth and eleventh. July the tenth and eleventh uh, is is what it is. If that helps you out. Um, so I'll put those up today if you want. And do you know what, JP? Because you're in the chat and you're asking me, I'll just fucking send you a link, like before anyone. Because whatever, yeah. Like, <laughs> or I'll let you know what time. Like maybe it'll be two o'clock. There we go. Um, afternoon. Uh, hey, Chris. Oh, yes, seeing Chris later. Really looking forward to that. Um, so some. Let's look. Let's look at something really quick here. Uh, probably one of the most fun tournament packs I've seen in a long time. Um, uh, oh, where's the pack? Where's the pack, young, young uh, Owen? Where's the? Is there, have you got a link to the pack, please? Please, oh, thank you. Because um, uh, I want to show you. Uh, naturalistic. Okay, talking about the terrain. Dark as Manchester. Good. Uh, kitchen sink realism. Fine. Realistically lived in. Um, I suppose spicy terrain would come out if you, if you pretty quick. <laughs> Both crime, grime. That works. Every event sells out instantly. Rob has become the problem or its cause. There's only eight tables. Yeah. I mean, we only have like a few tables, right? Like, which is why we're, what we're trying to focus on is making it like really high end. And like, that's kind of the goal for people to have a really great time. That's all I really want. Like, I just want people to have a great time playing Warhammer because we're going to be at loads and loads of events. Some of them I can't announce right yet, but there's lots of, uh, so War in the Heartlands, Bobo, uh, uh, London GT, the Age of Sigma and 40k side of that. Um, Leicester GT, the 40k side of that. Uh, like, so there's some big two-day events that we're supporting with live coverage. Uh, obviously, Super Series as well, um, and more Super Series to come, and maybe Super Series other events. But like, you know, the the whole idea of just doing it one day is is so that we just have fun here. Like, people turn up. Like, we can show off like what we think really good terrain should be like. Um, maybe like what gaming experiences should be like for people, you know, and as a counterpoint for those two day, like those two days where, you know, um, there's a lot of like lead time on those two days for people. Um, Tristan, I should do that. I'll get on it. Uh, I'd love uh, to run, but that's a hell of a commute. I still haven't paid my demographic night. It's got a real poly geek. You could do it one day. Have you got any plans to run events during the week at all? Scrunny Hugh, question Twitch chat. I'd like you all uh, to answer this question. If I was to run an event on a Friday, like, or like a Wednesday, like a one day on a Wednesday, is that, does that work for people? Does like, like, I, I would be interested, um, what people's kind of thoughts are on that. Because obviously we've got the venue all, all, all week. That's kind of the key. Right, yes, perfect. Duo. I mean, if you, I mean, if you're online, why don't you just come in and, and talk to me about the event? You can, dude. Like, only if you're free. If you're not free, then I'll just do this. And I'll, I'll let people know. But, it might, you know, whatever. Um, Friday would be great. Late night event or normal time. Boarding a man child, just normal time. Uh, I think. Yeah, I love midweek day drinking. 
Yes, Chris. <laughs> uh, we're in Nottingham. Uh, so the venue is in Nottingham, by the way, for anyone who's interested. Um, uh, let me see what you guys say uh, to that. Sure, I'll be there, says Mr. Sneezy. Um, Wednesday is good, easier to take time off during the week. Is so because like so I like if I wanted to go to an event that I'm not working or or, or doing streaming at, like I have to probably take a work and event time off. Um. So, like a midweek tournament would be great for me because I do all my stuff in the, uh, in, I don't know, whatever you call it, in the in the weekend. At the weekend, I'm a weekend guy. Like, I'm going to work weekends. Most of my adult life, probably in the future, like, I'll be working weekends. So, I won't get to hang out on the weekends. Uh, yeah, go on, Owen. Just call me whenever you're free. Uh, go and try and get one of your events in some point this year, says War Chibi. Just do it. But then we're going to be at loads of other events as well. The whole point about just running our own singles events here is we hope that they're super class. They're really fun. I want to have thought about everything, like I have overanalyzed the whole process, got way too into it, um, like try to like think through the box, like take loads of feedback, generate loads of good stats, which will be something really important as well. Make it so it's really cool. People enjoy themselves and we go to larger events, we can be like, cool, we know what we think the standard is for an event. So when we go to an event and it doesn't really hit those standards, we could be like, look, here are things that we think you should do better, or here are other ways to improve the experience for gamers. Like, this is what we're here for. It's what the Honest War Game is here for. So, like, that's the point. And then hopefully, uh, if we can organize the cruise, we could also do a load of live coverage off the back of it. So that'll be really fun. So people turn up, play, we can do live coverage. That means more live coverage for you guys from the TSN, which is fucking, let's go. Uh, we do games uh, day midweek. They're great. Okay, let's do it. Okay, uh, give me a sec, guys. I'm just going to uh, uh, call in, get excited. The Owen Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's see how he is. We missed him on Monday. So now we get him back today. Because uh, if we don't have at least one portion of Owen in the day, then it's not good. Let's go, let's go grab him. <laughs> That's what they say. They need some, we need some OJ. It's one of my five-a-day OJs. Uh, here we go. Jump over to you. Hi, babe. How are you? I'm all right, man. Look at look at this. No hat. Wow. Look at that haircut. How you feeling? Feeling fantastic. <laughs> Most people don't know, but me and Owen normally start the Monday show with a disco dance. That's how yeah, we get in the... Uh... It develops into a real thing, isn't it? It's like, it uh, brings me so much joy. <laughs> you know, uh, the first time we see each other, like in the street, I'm going to see you at a distance. I'm going to start dancing towards you. Yeah, like, yeah. No music on. <laughs> Just doing that Shaquille O'Neal or whoever it is, that little shoulder, <laughs> shoulder right. thing all the way up. <laughs> uh, How are you? Are you well? I'm all right, man. Yeah, I'm good. I got up really early this morning to play Warhammer, so I'm feeling a little bit sort of, I don't know, fuzzy. Yeah. Who did you play? Uh, I played against a chap called Tyler Buckets, um, oh, who nice. does very well in my tournaments um, with his Blight Kings. Yeah, 45 Blight Kings and Bellacore. <laughs> I wouldn't wake up for that, not for love and the money. Like, <laughs> it was fine. the The mission, the mission, kind of suited me. So, uh, yeah, it was good. Got a good win for the team. So, uh, pretty, pretty pleased with that. Good job. Good job. So, so uh, yeah. oh, go on. After you. That was it, really. So, yeah, I've been. I'm supposed to be doing some proper work now. Um, oh, so... sorry. No, no, no. But this is this is the kind of work that I enjoy, obviously. So, um, yeah, but uh, a few bits of work and. Um, yeah, that's it, really. I'm going to build some... Oh, Rob, I thought I'd let you know. 
Yeah. Me and Kerr, me and Kerr City. I normally update you every day, but I haven't spoken to you in a few days. We're still getting on really well. Me and Kerr City, <laughs> we're having a great time. I think. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to go out for some lunch in a bit. Um, <laughs> You're going to take Kerr City out for lunch? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like that I don't story. Know if you know, but uh, this is actually limited edition, and <laughs> it's mine. Yeah, I got one. Um, Can I say something about Kerr City? You know, since the first week, I haven't seen anyone forlornly de- declare that they don't have a curse city like i don't know like i saw some people like some people donate curse city they're like i've donated my curse city to the local whatever i was like to who to who there's no oliver twist character with a bowl out being like please sir more more tabletop rpg games like this <laughs> fucking food banks are overflowing i don't want a curse city i'll do nothing with that anyway um no no, I did buy two, actually, Rob. I was one of those arseholes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't stocks. want to have none. So uh, I sent, but I, I, I offered it back to the person that I bought it from, and they then sold it to somebody in their community that really wanted it. So, you know. Oh, no. Nice. cities for all. Um, but I, yeah, actually so, ordered, but, yeah, I ordered but, all of mine from Spain, thinking I was super smart, getting them cheaper and at a discount through Europe through a, uh, I think a European mule is what they're called. I'm not really sure. It's where I get all of my PCP as well. Uh, none of that's true, obviously. But like, let's just tell that story because it's fun. Um, uh, but like, they were smuggled in a prison pocket uh, across the border. Uh, but they're all in Spanish. Useless to me. Okay. Useless. Can, can you please let me know how they say curse city in Spain, Rob? A Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that was Scotland. Maybe have another go. <laughs> I, I've got no idea. Um, oh, Keth, right, so Keth City, Keth City, Keth City, Are you going to Keth City? Reminds me of when uh, Chris Eubank uh, he he presented Top of the Pops once. Rob, I don't know if you saw this. I did. And um, do you remember what happened? Because uh, at number six was thugged <laughs> with Thethelia. Number six. Number six was thugged with Thethelia, and it. Makes me laugh. Whew. Chris anyway. Eubank was a guy. If anyone doesn't know who Chris Eubank is, this is something we should talk about. Chris Eubank was a, a boxer um, who dressed incredibly smart, but he was a big, like, scary boxer. Uh, and at the same time, um, like, dressed super smart and had a very softly spoken and had a lift. <laughs> it was super weird. He's a character. He's got like I think he drives around. He lives in he lives in Brighton and he drives around in like a giant lorry, like a full on like kind of like American like I'm driving across America shipping a load of fridges kind of lorry, and um, yeah yeah there we go drove a truck around Brighton. Baron AJ nailed it. Yeah I think he used to get in trouble all the time like just nipping down the shop, and then he would just <laughs> get in his huge truck and um, yeah be uh, down on Brighton Brighton Pavilion with his. Man, I was—I thought I was going to come on. We were going—I was actually going to in, like. Sorry, uh, and, uh, no, uh, I thought I was going to improve the show, but I think I'm actually. It's <laughs> not true. Bombing. That's not true. You made it so much better. Everyone's, there's someone driving home right now, listening, thinking this is what I signed up for. You haven't even <laughs> mentioned a rule yet. I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, right, okay. So, uh, listen, one of the things you have done, obviously I put all my event stuff out yesterday. Really happy with that. Hey, uh, yeah, they went like hot cakes, didn't they? They Whew. did go like hot cakes. They were, they were, they were hot, hot tamales. Uh, however, um, obviously the TT lockdowns aren't officially over. They're not for a couple of months, those events. Uh, I think two months, actually. Um, so there's still, there's still time for, for TTS tournaments to take the world by storm. 
And obviously, I think there still be something that will carry on, you know, kind of post lockdown. Although I do think people will get back to to gaming in person, maybe as like an alternate, maybe, or maybe there's, this is the, your chance for midweek. Did you hear the suggestion of midweek tournaments earlier? Yeah, man. I mean, for lazy assholes like me who who work from home, um, yeah, that'd be great. I mean, I could. I do like the idea of doing a three dayer and people turning up like on a Friday or staying on till the Monday. Mm. Um, but it's not always, yeah. I think if you're in a position where you could take advantage of that cool, like little, you know. That, I would that, say, I would say the problem is, is like when you do something like a three dayer, you conventionally have to kind of think, right? It has to be huge. It has to be a big, huge event, mm. a marquee event, so that people like, so I can get. But then you're like. That's that, that's weird, right? Because that's harder to do. Because if you were like, if you were finding, I think you could find fifty people who were available for three days, much easier than four hundred and fifty people or two hundred people available for three days. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like it's the big one three day a year, and I'm like, I get that, but actually, it's just because that's the the one day or the one weekend when there are four hundred people available for three days. But actually, there's probably a load of people available for three days all through the year like they just don't get given the opportunity to do so is kind of where my thinking's at i call i compare it to drinking let me let me just i'm um, just just to finish this point off as a nightclub guy and being around clubs and bars my whole life there were some people you'd only see at the weekends the classic weekend warriors we'd call them yeah mm-hmm. good old monday to friday out on the beers no problem with that super fine yeah enjoy your lives then you got the bank holiday warriors easily the worst of the worst like the worst people in the world yeah always but the legends the fucking legends who you'd let in at like one thirty, two o'clock every time as a doorman would be like the people who you'd see drinking tuesday thursday friday and saturday now yeah maybe maybe that's a bit much and they maybe should have had a conversation with how much they're drinking but they were great they were like mint like and i reckon that there's events available for them that's what i'm saying I mean, I, probably their livers weren't as big a fans of them as you were. But um, other than that, yeah, you know, I, I used to, uh, I think, God, I thought you had a pint then, Rob, for a second. The, uh, I, thought that, that, I thought that beige kind of was, was a nice amber IPA. I was like, Jesus, Rob, you know, <laughs> this fucking girl's changed you, man. <laughs> it's on a beer at 12.30. <laughs> well, just, um, you have to no, show well, shit. Go on. I think I think your overarching point is if you build it, they will come, right? So nobody's ever done it, so we don't know whether it would work. Um, I have to say that I want to put on like a Warhammer festival kind of thing next year if people are down for it, because I think uh-huh. that's good. Three days, some like serious tournaments, some good tournament, like some 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 more fun stuff. Maybe a band on a Saturday night. You and, and me are in. You and me are in stately home or something and people can camp or stay in like a cool old building only if have you seen the american <clears throat> office uh like i know of it but oh there's a really great scene where basically i think we should get a master of ceremonies which is more of like a, an english thing but I, maybe they have it in other places in the world like a very posh dude you have a master of ceremonies who basically introduces people as they come in <laughs> etc okay we should have that but we should have it be jonathan atlin from sweden so it's like oh, re- yes yeah like really Go on, after you. You get security as well at the same time, then, so you wouldn't have to pay anybody else to, because he could do it all, couldn't he? But yeah, I love that. Imagine being announced as you walk in. I think that would be great. Also, like, I think one of the things about difference between a Warhammer Festival, which is mm. different to Warhammer Fest, which is terrible, but a Warhammer Festival versus, let's say, a Renaissance Fair, because Renaissance Fairs are weird 
and creepy. Like they're creepy okay. weird. Yeah. Whereas I think having Jonathan and also Warhammer Festival run by you, hopefully I'd help, would be weird, but like the other weird, like mushrooms weird. Yeah, like, oh man, have you been down to that part of the woods? Because if you go through there, there's like a load of weird guys just talking about Bloomspike Gits, and it's like four o'clock in the morning. Or... <laughs> Smacked out drum, there's a drum circle with eight Glit Gits players just all doing <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> there's some kind of like weird chanting and kind of invoking the bad moon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that there's room for that um, in. in... This is a rambly conversation. Isn't it's it? really good, though, and I'm, I'm here for it all day. I fucking love you. Love you, Twitch chat. You're all great. Listen, you've decided to put on a type of event um, which I love. You've got, some, you've got some real theme in this, which I, I think is a big, again, big vibes from me. Talk to me about it. What's going on? Well, I had a kind of silly sort of idea about how the world's like in a mad meta and i was like oh mad meta like a post-apocalyptic world like mad max why don't i do like a mad max 3 themed warhammer tournament i mean <clears throat> i'm sure no one's thought of that before have they um or or, or will ever will again um but um yeah so we're doing mad meta enters thunder tome so I've kind of got this silly idea about it being like a gladiatorial arena, much like uh, the one that um, Tina Turner uh, runs in uh, Hammer in uh, Mad Max Three, beyond Thunderdome, in Barter Town. So, yeah, Barter Town. Oh yeah, Master Blaster. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, all that. I, uh, I had a couple of lads who worked for me when I was a club promoter at one point who I called Master Blaster because one of them dumb like a post and the other one was like, but tall and strong. And the other one okay. was small and a genius. And I sent them off as a little pair. And like the little one would always be poking the big one, and be like, come on, you big goof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the big tall one was gorgeous. And like he would just hand out flyers and girls would be like, oh, hi. Like they would just be, <laughs> the little one would be poking him full of rage. <laughs> it was really good. Sorry. But the little one didn't ride around on the big one's shoulders. Certain points. The little one, the li the tall one was dumb. Like we had to teach him how to tell the time on his watch, like non-analog, like uh, no analog, sorry. And also, he thought women were uh, pregnant for twelve months. <laughs> but gorgeous, what a looker! That's what he got hired for. Uh, that was well. It. It's, he would be more than welcome at any of my tournaments, in the, by the sounds of him. Um, so yeah, this one basically we've got a gladiatorial kind of vibe. And I did a really silly poster that took me about two days of Photoshop work with Croak and Marathi. Um, and then, yeah, it's now born this rather silly idea of entering like a thunder tome. So basically it pitches books against each other. So if you take a lower level book, mm -hmm. then you get more points and there are limitations on the list building. So basically it's kind of like trying to level the books out a little bit and show how you know, give people a different list writing channel, um, uh, channel, challenge, a list writing mm -hmm. challenge. Um, so, yeah, if you take a Sylvaneth army or a Beasts of Chaos army or Blades of Corn, you get 2,200 points. And if you take Doors of Cain or Zinch or Seraphon or any of that other stuff, you get 1,800 points. Um, and that's what you've got on the screen, right, Rob? I think you've got my little sort of right teaser there. pack. Thunder, thunder, thunder tome two books enter one book leaves there you go you guys can see that <laughs> it's a great it's a great idea yeah i think it, i mean it's it's a bit of fun right and you can be really creative on tts because you're not 
um, what's the word? You're not kind of devaluing anybody's collection. Yeah. I'm against that now. Like that that argument, I think is like I was always a bit like, what you don't have? You have only one two thousand point arm painted. Pathetic. Like that was my first point of call. And then like, and then now I'm like, someone's like, you're devaluing my collection. I'm like, you know what? You've never played in a tournament, and I hate you. Is my now is my new response to those wow. people. That's I, I hate is strong. Hate. That's not like no. No. I just no, no. wouldn't rescue them if they were drowning. Judge them man. mercilessly. Would you say that? Yeah, before? like yeah, like yeah. I yeah yeah like they're in my burn book. <laughs> um. So yeah, we we've we've got we've uh. So there's a bit of a silly wordplay there. And then if you scroll to the next slide, please, Captain. Yes, sir. There you go. Um, then I think that might give us okay. There's some basic information, and then we probably what people want to see is the um. Uh, the 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 levels, and they choose can... your entry level. Yeah, so it's like it's kind of like when you do walk into the gladiatorial arena, and you you know you're like, what am I going to pick up? The chainsaw, mm -hmm. the spear, the really tiny spoon. Um, like you know, what <laughs> yeah, of choice? am I going to be in a am I going to be in a toga with a fucking net, or am <laughs> I going to be there with a shield, full plate mail armor, and a giant sword? Yeah, yeah. Of, which which one do I want to pick? Uh, so uh, with uh, full plate mail shield uh, and armor uh, coming in at level one is the 2,200 points. No, sorry, this is the wrong way. Level three, sorry, is the only 1,800 points um, mm. of uh, Daughters of Cain, Disciples of Zinch, Fire Slayers, Ironeth Deepkin, Carriage and Overlords, Lumineth Realm Lords, Ogre Moor Tribes, and Seraphon. Uh, so they, they're 200 points below. Fascinating. Um, uh, what I guess it's the tournament results really that push them for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people questioned ogres, um, but there is also limitations on you can't take named characters. You can't take more than three of any battle line. No battle line if. And then there's only two of any other war scroll. So it stops people spamming. Um, and ogres actually do okay because they don't really have any named characters. Uh, you know, Frost, Frost Lord on Stonehorn is still going to be legit in that army. Um, and, and I think it opens up lots of interesting um, avenues for list writing because people, some people will like the challenge of playing 200 points down, um, whereas others will want to dip into it. My feeling, Rob, at the moment, from all the conversations that are being had, is that everyone's going to just jump on 2,200 point lists and we're just going to have a mad meta where everyone's playing Feck and Gits and Nighthorn, but they're all playing with 200 extra points of stuff. Um, that's Fascinating. Yeah, interesting, interesting that just dropping those 200 points means players just don't want to play them, even though I think this all makes sense, roughly. So, like, if you're playing Sylvaneth versus Seraphon, there's a 400-point difference. Like, you know, Sylvaneth have got 2,200 points, and then Seraphon have got 1,800 points. But I don't think that that puts them in parity. Oh, maybe it does. Maybe that's what puts them in parity. Like, maybe that's, like, equal. But it's weird that, like, people instinctively go, I'm going to jump over to 2,200 rather than play with my limited 1,800. Mm. That's really interesting. If I would love to look at, the like, when this happens, because it's happening in May, right? May the 3rd and 4th. Uh, 8th and 9th, a week Saturday. Eight. Eight and nine. Sorry, I, like I'm fascinated. We'll do a show on the Friday, or like I'll do a show, whatever. Like, um, and we'll look at the the information, um, as it comes in, and it will be really interesting to see the spread and how people, where people end up sitting. Mm. Uh, yeah, we've yeah. got some of that info. Or that that's not in yet. 
I have some people have submitted some lists um, and there's been a lot of conversations. I've got two lists in so far, one Slanesh and one Sylvaneth. So um, that's, you know, I think that the format is working. Um, yeah, there's a Mr. Sneezy. Why is Feck in the same uh, from the in Hammer Time TTS, everything up to um, Hammer Time 8, they had a 29 percent win rate. So I just basically put in place four bands, zero to 40. And then 40 to 50. So 0% win rate to 40% is level one. And then 40 to 50 is level two. And then anybody with over a 50% win record went into level three. Um, just tried to keep it pretty simple. Uh, yeah, and, and like, and to, to answer Mr. Sneezy, some of the reasons, just kind of quick, like analysis piece, one of the reasons FEC do really badly at the moment, not saying that they're terrible or trash, because their book is quite good. They just, they're countered hard by everything that's good. They struggle against shooting significantly. They have no real way of protecting themselves. Uh, they also don't generally have low drops. You have Ghoul Patrol and other stuff. So they're low-ish, but they're not low enough. And also, the amount of output that we see when we're talking about, I mean, when we talk about any of those top armies, but they do elite level damage. So a lot of mortal wounds, a lot of high rend. And it's that Ghoul King on Terror Geist that really is, ca like, a lot of people will be like, Flesh Eater Courts weren't carried by Ghoul King on Terror Geist and Strike Twice. And I'll be like, you're wrong. <laughs> and that's, that's, the, that's, that's the conversation right there, yeah? <laughs> like, like, and if they die, the game is over. Um, and so, yeah, like, uh, that's kind of the, the, the key takeaway. So I think that's, yeah, like, I, I mean, 29% is crazy, but were many people even playing them? Not really. That's the thing. It was quite a small sample size. Um, but that's also why Beasts of Chaos aren't in level three, because they did have a 52% win rate, but, um, you know, they've been propped up by lots of good players taking them. So I had to, there was a lot of, um, it's very data driven, but then there was a little bit of, you know, sort of my sort of twist on it as well i'll be honest with you rob do you want to know what the original plan was but it's too difficult to enact please do i, I, I okay. love this so the original idea for the tournament was uh, this is through the help of all sorts of people like bouncing ideas around and just generally staying up late and thinking it all through the thunder tome was gonna be that you write three lists everybody has 2k points and you write three lists you write a level one a level two and a level three list and then as you progress through the first two rounds of the five round tournament, everybody plays their level one lists. So everybody plays their low grade list. And then from game three and game four, you can use your level two list. And then only in game five can you use your level uh, three list. Um, and, and But the twist on that is that you are motivated to continue using your low level list because if you go beyond level three, as in, sorry, if you go beyond game three, at that point, you could choose a level two list. But if you continue with your Sylvaneth or your Beasts of Chaos, you get more points for uh, winning games with those in the later rounds. But it was just crazy hard to balance and crazy hard to uh, keep a track of. Somebody said, oh, I'll make an algorithm for it. So you know, somebody smarter than me is going to maybe maybe do that. But I just, I don't know. It's the end of AOS 2, right? It's it's a mad world of haves and have nots. And I wanted to just level the playing field a little bit, make it fun and um, and give people, uh, you know, a real opportunity to 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 investigate other books. Also, there's no allies, Rob. So it is literally allowing the pure book to uh, to sing. And then mm -hmm. I've managed to cut down on spam by saying you can only take three of any unit if it's pure battle line, no battle line if. So, like, people taking, you know, an Achillean King or whatever to make 
you know, eels battle line. You can still only take two units of eels. What do you think on this? I think it's going to maybe turn out with the with the increased uh, points and the fact you can't spam. It's going to be like, I think, big blocks that you can you can then buff up. I've got a feeling that might be the way that a lot of people go. Yeah, potentially. Um, I mean, yeah, because because you can only take so many per war scroll, you'll just end up like maxing out said war scroll. I think that's quite interesting. I think one of the things that's really interesting about this, and it actually ties into the kind of current release schedule, and we can all really have a conversation about it, is no named characters is uh, like a rule in there. And actually, really key, Croak, new Croak coming out, Bellacore, Teclis, Archeon, Kairos, um, uh, you know, uh, not Alariel, poor you, Marathi, obviously. Um, like, you know, there's some cornerstone pieces now in a lot of these Age of Sigmar armies. Um, do Beast Call Raiders have a named character, like Ogre Moor Tribes? Yeah, they've got Rothgar, the man trapper from Underworlds. So, so basically, no, no, they don't. Rob, they don't. So they don't. Oh man, imagine when they get a centerpiece. That's going to be kick-ass. Like, but the no-name characters thing, I quite like because, like, I think, like, Games Workshop have almost given us a way of really creating new armies or a very interesting meta. I think that there could be a there could be a two-party system not that that's ever good in any country ever like you there could be like a two-way way of playing where really you've got a no-named character tournaments and named character tournaments and that's not me saying that they they be only be one or the other but i think that there's a fascinating like if you took if we went through and took out all of the named character lists honestly it'd be very interesting it'd be very very different and the meta would be significantly different as well uh deepkin would still be there because like there's not too much difference but like like I think that would be that would be very very interesting. I think, and actually, I would I would love to see a tournament. So this is going to have no characters uh, and no allies. But I think I would love to see even just like a you know a two dayer big two dayer you know like just go no named characters, super simple. Mm-hmm. Like I think that that would that would you 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 could shake up the whole game with a really simple kind of change. And I don't think that people affects people's armies because I think that that is a lie. So yeah, I don't know. Like you you do you like the idea of the no, what, what is it about the no named characters that you threw in? Like why? Uh, I just think that the god tier elements, they take up quite a large amount of points. Um, and also it stopped manipulation. Like if I give Corn and Slanesh 2,200 points, then people would probably just put Archeon in there and have a bigger supporting cast. Um, and also just things like, it's I want to see Daughters of Cain lists without Marathi. You know, we saw Dayton um, from Party at the All Points. He's not just a Warhammer. He's not just an Honest Wargamer uh, co-host, I've been asked to say. So, yeah. Dayton for part of the old points running his daughter's cane list at my last event with no Marathi. And that was really interesting to see. Also, I think they often take up a lot of points, right? You know, Marathi, Nagash, Catacross, Croak. Well, he should take up more points. But do you know what I mean? I think it and also it takes some of the real feel bads out like Kairos, um, you know, the the the, the CP, the, the commandability from Marathi Kane shooting in the hero phase or fighting. Yeah, the hero it's phase. huge. Well, I, well, that's what I'm trying to say. I think some of the some of the abilities that they put in the game at the minute, they've intentionally and clearly tied to the name characters. And that's like Bellacor, take Bellacor out, Dark Master goes. Cool. You know, like I, I, what I'm trying to say is that actually, I feel like Games Workshop by intent, by intent or by accident, have given us a tool set to really change the shape of the game in a very simple way that's quite cool. And also just like requiring a tournament pack, just say, hey, everyone, name your characters. Like. You know, yeah, yeah, or yeah. your general at least. Just come up with a theme for your general, 
And then, like, you're touching on a cornerstone of the hobby again, which is being a bit creative, being a bit narrative. But, yeah, that's... Honestly, love that. Love that. Yeah, it's... um. It, I somebody asked a question and well there were two funny things come up one was like oh what about I can't take so and so and I was like look new heroes can be born which is just like what you've described right Rob and that leans yeah. into that element of you know you remember when your little hero wallops a ghoul king or whatever um, but also I did have one person DM me saying justice for Lotan which which just made me laugh out loud. <laughs> <laughs> you banned Lotan damn it I know I know outrageous what one thing that came up actually rob and i know i hadn't thought about it before but okay you talked about ogres and how they've got a large amount of um you know they've got no named characters night haunts surprisingly get kicked in the balls really hard with this format and i didn't foresee that because you know you think you've got olinda you've got yeah. Rikonor, um you know everybody's named aren't they kurdos um, yeah kurdos valentine um so, yeah, that's the thing. And I have really enjoyed people have come back to me and they've ended up going, would this be legal? And they've fulfilled sort of two, like three out of four of the criteria. But one of the thing has tripped them up. Um, so like the battle line thing, the capping out of units and then the known in characters, it kind of um, it's just a little challenge. It's like anything, isn't it? It's like, I don't know, if you're really good at a musical instrument and then somebody gives you like a weird guitar to play, you're like, oh, I'll see what I can do with this. You know, in the same way with creativity, with list writing and things. Um, and fuck it, right? It doesn't cost any money. It doesn't cost anybody anything but their time. If you don't like it, you don't have to play. And if you do, <laughs> then come on board and have a good Sign time. Sign up. Yeah. Sign up, yeah. Talking um, of which, yeah, I love that. think in the chat now. Bosh, sign up's open. There we go. There you go. No, I, I love that idea. And again, I think that's one of those things that, like, I think um, I have a, a date in July um, where I just wrote, I wrote in weird tournament. Is what I wrote in. <laughs> I was like, do a weird tournament. And now I kind of want to just do an Age of Sigmar tournament with no name characters. Super simple, really easy, and just see how that plays out and see like how people, what people's feelings are. And I think that's really nice. I think maybe where people get their like knickers in a twist is when it's like the big event they already plan on attending. So like a Bobo, yeah, or a, a or an LGT where they're like, I'm already planning on going to that. It doesn't matter what the format is. And then someone throws a spanner in the works in the format. I think that's the situation. I think what's nice about this is it's the format that's the selling point. It's like the format is the idea. You weren't already planning. Next year I'm going to Bobo, and then all of a sudden Bobo announces, like, you can only take Nighthorn. You're like, what? Like, this doesn't like make any sense. This is like the format's the lead point of this particular event. And I think that that's fantastic. Because I think that's a, a great opportunity for people. Um, because I like I like weird events. Like it's super cool. Reminds me again still of loads of club night stuff, where like you as the customer always had the option. You're just like, oh, there's going to be some funky cool thing. Like, that's fun. I'm into that. Like what we all dress up as traffic lights. I'm into that. I'm I'm not into that by the way. Uh, but yeah. it's the same as food, right? I don't want to eat fucking cheese sandwich every day. Some days I might want to go and you know have a have a wrap or a Turkish pizza. Or, yeah. uh, or maybe just, you know, sit in the garden in my pants and have some salad. You know, every day is different. So there's room for tournaments to be different. Is every day different or is every day in your pants in the garden having salad? Like, <laughs> which one is it? We'll talk about it afterwards, mate. It's becoming a <laughs> real problem, I must say. Um, 
<laughs> no, so that's it. So yeah, we're going to do that, and then we're going to do one serious big tournament. We've I've trailed it or mentioned it. We'll do it. We'll do a TTS Masters. Yeah. Um, and ah, look at that. JP saying at least all the eighteen hundred point lists will get a triumph. They won't, JP, because the triumph is allocated to the to the list that has the least points based on its starting level. So, for example, if you wrote a list that was eighteen hundred on the nose. Somebody with a 2190 list would get the triumph. Um, so, yeah, there's another another little quirk of the system. Um, but, yeah, that's that's it, man. I think um, Thunder Tome, if you want to get involved, it's fun and everyone's great on the whole. Um, yeah. I think also like a great opportunity for at some point to run an event very similar, but just it's called the Thunder Tome. Yes. With an F. <laughs> well no at that at that stage you could call it the Thunderdome, couldn't you? You could revert back <laughs> and make it the Thunderdome. Yeah. Oh. In my uh, research, there is actually a real Thunderdome that's been created, but I think it's out in the desert uh, with all of the uh, Burning Man festival peeps, you know. Oh my god, we should hundred percent go there one year and play Warhammer. Oh man. We could take yeah. it. Masses. That could be our thing. Like yeah. we build like giant warhammer stuff and then we just play a game of warhammer in the desert at burning man what like high on, like, on. <laughs> high on life yeah rob yeah. On life. um uh so uh yeah and like like you play giant sort of chess you know have those giant chess boards you'd have to have a, that would be it though if you had like over overscaled kind of like a hundred times larger warhammer Imagine that, just playing, yeah, one-on-one scale Warhammer in the desert. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Oh. With, yeah, with cosplay. Have you seen one of my goals in my life? This is something that, like lockdown. Big shout out to Plymouth Trollslayer Adam for like re-energizing this love for me. Have you seen the kind of, I don't know which country it is, like the ones where they squat a lot, Poland or like, you know, like the Ukraine or something or Russia, but the ones where like there's a lot of squatting and like, you know, uh, Instagram modeling. But they have uh, they do cosplay uh, Warhammer. Have you seen like and they get like and they have hundreds and hundreds of people who go like loads of. Have you have you seen this? It's like LARPing, right? LARPing yes. kind of. Uh, I, I'm aware of it, and I know that it's quite big in Eastern Europe. I've watched quite a lot of Eastern European-made fan fiction Star Wars and Lord of the Rings movies on YouTube. They're always a delight. I have, um, never, I have not watched that. I spent a lot of my time watching African movies, um, which okay. are, the CG is mm. like 11 out of 10, uh, if I could suggest any for people. Uh, but yeah, like, I, and it would be super fun to go to one of those one day. It would just be insane. I would go. I would just one time not understand what the hell was going on, just in a block of goblins, just being like, I'm living my best life. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Well, my, my uncle, is uh, he's a, like a master craftsman. He can make uh, weaponry, like real sort of like perfect replica weaponry. He went to the Royal College of Art and he can make like Japanese longbows and he can make all sorts of stuff. So when I used to go to stay with my uncle, then um, we would do like, they were all members of the Sealed Knot. So doing those re- recreations. Right. So I know, how to, I know how to fire a bow. My brother knows better because he used to fire it straight in my head all the time because it had like this big rubber tip on the end and he thought oh it's fine it's not going to hurt him so um yeah i reckon i'd be down i reckon i'd be a crack shot i'd probably be like how i play skyrim though rob i'd probably be 
sneaky sneaky behind a wood behind like a load of grass like you know the beast the beast is in your shite and then like just yeah i'll be i'll be sniping people i wouldn't be up front like you with your bloody halberd getting bonked on the head by some <laughs> somebody called evelina with a giant foam sword i'm gonna be in the background there um, be me evelina <laughs> I like what Tom V says. He said, it would be all fun and games until your captain has to motivate you to blow the magazine. Yeah, I agree. Again, in quotation marks. Um, yeah, uh, just saying the Slavic military LARPers are notoriously uh, for actually beating the crap out of each other might be rough, says just meatballs. I'm in, is the point. Like, Owen can just, like, sideline it. But I think that would be a fun thing as well. More of that stuff in the future uh, is what I'm aiming for. Uh, really, I think really the issue for you, I reckon, Rob, is that the foam sword and the foam sort of halberd and the shield would be tossed to the ground and you just fucking go back into your martial arts days and just start leathering people. It's like, eject this Westerner with his, <laughs> with his, with his, he's not fighting in the traditional manner. I wouldn't, I'd, I'd go pull your role models. Yeah. Like a yeah. pure, pure Paul Rudd. And I just have a great time. Like, and, and we should all do that. We should organize one in each. You know what? Why are we all traveling to who knows where? Why are we not organising a Warhammer festival here that does that? And I, and I, but I don't want it, and this is the important, the thing about those guys over there is they make it look muchos brilliant. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I want it like student fancy dress when you're like, you're all dressing as like golfers today and it's like the cheapest thing they can find. Yeah? So like the Stormcast guys are just people who've like, found some boxes and they sprayed it gold and it looks awful like <laughs> i want, want it to be i want when they when they charge at each other for the first epic battle half of the uniforms and weaponry blows <laughs> <away. laughs> so it's just a load of people in like pants and socks and boots in the middle oh man uh... hey rob the, the, the irony is rob that this shit's probably going on and we just don't know about it is it does it's anyone going, know if this is going, going on, on right this moment in time no there's no one organizing this there's no one who's organized this but apart from us we're 100 doing this i want to see loads of tournament gamers as well no narrative gamers like just loads of loads of guys who are just like i've taken this really seriously i've taken a halberd because it gives me plus one strength when i go or whatever (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, yeah well i know nothing of those things but they sound fun um yeah let's do that well, listen, uh, we've come to the end of the hour. I've done no painting, but I got to speak to you about all manner of things. And none of those were to do a games workshop, which was the best bit. Like, so really good. Uh, so thanks, everyone, for joining us. I think I'll try and do the terrain show tomorrow is what I'll do. It depends how the rest of today goes. Um, and if not, it'll just be me painting more terrain. But then if not, I'll push that through to Friday, uh, which will be really interesting, where Rob takes on the internet. That's the show. Rob takes on the internet. Wow. Yeah, Rob versus the internet. That's bigger than Scott Pilgrim versus the world, isn't it? <laughs> Just Rob, Rob, versus, Rob versus, the versus the internet. Like, do you mean the internet? No, I mean only people who really are in any way interested in in Warhammer, Age of Sigmar, and also Terrain at the same time. So it's quite a small portion of the internet, but uh, all eight of us are livid at each other. Livid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right uh, owen it's been lovely uh don't forget we'll include the show notes a link to this event so you guys should check it out uh, ratadron thank you very much for resubscribing that's very lovely of you uh, and thank you everyone for tuning in live you've all been great people thanks to everyone on the podcast everyone who listens uh to us on youtube and of course everyone on patreon couldn't live without you you're very much appreciated uh you're just great great people so yeah uh, Owen, you got any shout outs before we go off today 
Um, there's uh, Robert Symes. Oh, he knows. Yeah. He'll know. He's watch. He always watches the show. I'm going to shout him out. He's a he's a top top fella. You're just you're, <laughs> you're, 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 you're just as bad with uh, with a bit of praise as me. But I'm going to shout you out today for a change. Okay, your check shirt lovely. Uh, that'll do. That'll do. I don't mind. I don't mind. It's going to be really fun. Let's go raid someone. Um, let's raid this guy, Exoboro, who's saying, "Did someone say Pink Stormcast Eternals?" Because I'm in. Yeah, let's give that guy some support because no one. I haven't seen anyone do Pink Stormcast, and that'd be mint. Okay. Wouldn't it? Would it not? Oh no, you're like a you're like really into color and the Pantone scale, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I've got a Pantone book right here. I'm a traditionalist. So, would pink not work? Nah, fuck it. People do whatever they want. My mate at the moment is painting his um, little uh, vampire sort of underworlds all as um, Thundercats. Oh, the, thun- the Thundercats color scheme because he thinks that the bald one looks like Panther or whatever his name is. God, he does. He's the spit. He is the spit, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, let's go raid this guy and make him feel happy um, uh, and cheer him up. Owen, it's been nothing but a pleasure and delight. Thanks, everyone, on Twitch chat. Talk to you soon. Look after yourselves. Bye.